When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists. Like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Today's episode of Drink Champs is brought to you by Deezus and Mero, the all-new weekly late-night talk show now on Showtime. The Bronx-owned Deezus Nice and the Kid Mero bring their illustrious take on current events, politics, sports, and pop culture, all while talking spicy with the week's hottest celebrity guests. A new episode of Deezus and Mero drops every Thursday at 11 p.m. only on Showtime. And now exclusively for Deezus and Mero's fans, and shit, Drink Champs Army as well, you can stream Showtime for only $4.99 a month for six months after a 30-day trial. To secure the deal and support the brand, go to Showtime.com forward slash Hive. That's Showtime.com forward slash Hive. Offer available for new subscribers only. Again, Showtime presents the first ever weekly late night talk show, This is a Marrow. Podcast personalities and Bronx natives, This is Nice and the Kid Marrow are bringing late night to the people. Delivering a smart, unfiltered spin on pop culture, sports, music, and politics while mixing it up with the week's hottest celebrity guests. Quick-witted and fun, the duo riff off the cuff. So don't forget, new episodes of Deezus and Mero drop every Thursday at 11 p.m. only on Showtime. And you can stream Showtime for only $4.99 a month for six months after a 30-day free trial. 
And to secure that deal and support the brand, go to showtime.com forward slash hive. Offer available for new subscribers only. Offer only available till March 28th. So act now. Don't hesitate. Let's go. Together, they drink it up with some of the biggest players you know what I mean? in the most professional, unprofessional podcast and your number one source for drunk facts. It's Drink Champs motherfucking podcast. Where every day is New Year's Eve. That's right. It's time for Drink Champs. Drink up, motherfucker. What it good be, hopefully, what it should be. This your boy, N-O-R-E. What up, it's DJ EFN. And this motherfucking Drink Champs, Yappy Yowl. Make some noise! Now, when it comes to legends, when it comes to legendary DJs, when it comes to people who've been down in this game forever and have maintained relevance and maintained consistency, consistency this man picture comes up. When we Googled him, Jesus and his picture came up. <laughs> The man is consistent. He's out here. He still got love for the game. You know, so many accolades, so many uh, different things that he's done, and he's still out here, still working, still doing it, still out here, still out here with Gucci hats on and nice glasses, (laughs) walking through the, walking through with cameraman and doing what he got to do. If in case you don't know what we talk about, motherfucking legendary Jazzy Jazzy Jam. Now, now, I honestly, I honestly get stoked when I, I, I speak to people like you. Uh, people who laid down a legacy for people like me at EFN. Um, and when I look at you guys' legacy, and like, did did what what time was uh, uh, like? Let's let's take it from the beginning. Let's okay. take it from the beginning. Yep. How did how, how did you even how did you get started, DJ? How did I get started? Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and who inspired you too? Uh-huh. Well, I had some older DJs in my neighborhood right. mm-hmm. that um, would do do all of the block parties. Um, and I think what it was is I would I would go to these block parties. This is in Philly, right? This is in Philly. Okay. And I would go to these block parties, and these mm-hmm. guys would they would be on these enclosed porches, so you would never see what they look like. Mm-hmm. But and they had these massive speakers, and I always felt like they were the puppet masters because mm-hmm. they got you to do whatever they wanted to do with the music that right. you played. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't the one that was at the parties or at the block parties trying to get the girls. I was looking at the into a house like trying mm. to figure out who the wizard was that I couldn't see his face <laughs> and how he was pulling these strings and making everybody do whatever he wanted with his music mm. um, and I got to a point that I was like I want to be that guy mm-hmm. I want to I want to have that level of control that that he has right. with his music so mm. you know it literally started from grabbing a, any a, names of some of those guys oh man it was uh, it was a DJ named Disco Doc in Philly it was a guy mm-hmm. Disco Rat um, and this was this was pre hip hop too. Okay. So this wasn't you know this was they was playing mass production, brass construction, funk and soul records. Woo! But it was just you know they like had these 70s? big giant yeah yeah. Right. But they had these big giant speakers and you know we would just get on a bike and you would ride to you know you ride twenty blocks because you heard somebody would have a block party and you would just go and just you know watch them do their thing. Was, you know a couple hundred people on the street mm-hmm. dancing. Um, and it was just kind of like that was something 
that I liked, I liked the effect of him playing this music and it had on people. It was like, yo, like he was the Pied Piper. Like he, yeah. you know, I'm like, you could have chose to do anything and we probably would have did it depending on how right. you string these records together. Right. Now, describe to us Philly back, back in the day because it had to, Philly had to go through so many different oh, transitions. Man. So describe us that because um, us in hip hop, uh, us in New York, rather, mm-hmm. Uh, we knew that it came from the Bronx, but it, it was always around. So was it like that in Philly? Was it hip hop just everywhere? No, or, no. Okay, yeah. Listen, okay. we we would get tapes from the Bronx wow. of hip hop. Wow! Like so, you know, everybody had a cousin right. that lived in New York. First of all, <laughs> everybody had a cousin yeah. that was from the Bronx, which everybody probably lied. Right, right. They're from, like, yeah. Cool right. with Flash or, or Hurt. <laughs> um, but it was just like you would get these tapes that would be a hundred generation tapes of T Connection and the Fever, mm-hmm. and you would basically imagine what these parties were like. You know, to me, it was thousands of people in these parties, right. and there was massive sound systems, and those parties could have been in a room like this. Right. But it was just what you got and yeah. what you imagined. But that that was it. You know, we um, I, I feel like the hip hop scene in Philly was created off of what we thought it was in New York. Mm. Because there wasn't videos, there wasn't any of that. So you who's didn't the brothers really that know. got locked up on Philly that, um, that did the uh, C, Steady B and um and now no they came out before you No, they was they was around the same time. Same time. What was yeah. it there was a group, right? What was the name of the group? C E B. Well C E B was a group like Because technically B they were like the first out. rap gangsters. Like technically, like I mean, we heard NWA and all that, but no one knew the jet. No, you know what? Really started like I think really started. You know who it was? It was Schooly D. Schooly D. Yeah, he started all of that. Right. So he was the first rapper that was actually living his lyrics. He was just, you know, he was talking about his neighborhood. Right. And he just described it to a T, and it was just, you know. Right. We didn't know that. No one really did that. We didn't know that there was hoods outside of New York. So when we started to hear that, we was like, these Philly motherfuckers. Wait, we don't know if you know Jazzy Jeff, yes. but this is a show where we celebrate our legends. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We just, and we're, you, we are, you are now the first person that we interviewed since we won the award. Mm. Mm. Let's big up to us. We, we, what's the name of the award? The National Film and Television Award. National See, Film and Television Award, but in yeah. true drink chance fashion, we send one of our friends to go pick up the award. We don't think we're going to win, by the way. A Saturday Night Live, so we didn't think we were going to win, so we sent our homie. Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel yeah. wins against, and our homie, uh, Trevor Noah, and um, our homie actually goes there, gets the award, and in true drink champs fashion, he breaks the award getting into his Uber. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, he goes bar hopping first, takes he, he, pictures. Wait, wait, he goes bar hopping? I didn't know that. Yeah, he took pictures <laughs> of the award and all these different bars. <laughs> oh. And then walking to the Uber, he dropped it. Oh, he dropped it. Uh, what makes him look like a junk family yeah. member? So while we at it, yo, I want to big up to all the Revolt staff, man. They did a wonderful event yeah. yesterday, and um, they all came together. They was all stressed out. I love to see them all stressed out, but I love to see them all <laughs> and working. They took care of the and team. they took care yeah. of everything. So I just want to big them up. Yeah. But now let's get back to Philly, right? Because in a lot of ways, the biggest artist to date right now is Meek Mill, right? Yeah. For for his triumph. Yeah. But if it wasn't you guys, I, I, do you see the direct? Of like he's like the new Philly King, or or you don't see that. Yeah, yeah, okay. absolutely, absolutely. Okay. But I don't think we ever looked at ourselves mm. as um, I don't want to say Philly Kings because uh-huh. when we say ourselves, you mean like my, myself and Will. I right. think you know Can't Philly was where we were from. Right. right. Um, 
it was a little weird back then because there was a, a point in time that we didn't feel that we kind of got the love that other people got mm. in Philly um, that people got in different states. Right. Um, and, I, and I really think, looking back at hindsight, it was because a lot of that was new. You know, mm. everybody, was trying to, everybody was trying to figure out what, what it is we were doing. Mm. We don't know how long this is going to last. Like, right. So I don't think it was people just didn't, didn't show love. You know, radio stations, I think, were a little bit afraid because they were kind of like, we don't know if this is going to be here. So you know, speaking in rap in general? Yeah. 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 So it's wow, kind of like, we're not going to really lock in right. to this. So I mm. think, you know, me coming along now, um, and, and Philly has always had champions that they really, really got behind and right. they wanted to kind of go beyond Philly. You know, right. state property and right. beans and that whole mm. thing. Like, everybody was super too. invested, mm. the roots. Yeah. Um, and I think, you know what, like, Meek being a, the, the new, younger generation, but also going through what he went through and coming through the way that he came yep. through, it's kind of like... He's not only put himself in a position that he's right. a champion in Philly. I think that is going way yeah. beyond too. Yeah, yeah. But I, 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 um, I just feel like the hip hop history is so rich, and it starts from. Uh, and actually, you the can, history yeah, in general, Philly. Uh, Philly, yeah, but yeah. It actually, you guys are the originators. Like you, you gotta claim that. You have to. We, we were, <laughs> I, know we were you humble, I know you humble. I know you humble. I'm it for we you. One, we were one of them. You know, right. it was. It was. You know, it was a time, like I said, we didn't know what we were doing. We were, we were thinking that we were imitating New York, right. you know. And, and Philly is a very DJ-heavy city. Right. It was the DJ was first. Mm. That only happened because we thought the DJ was first in New York. Mm. Right. We didn't realize that the rapper took precedent and then the DJ was the person to back him up. Right. We came with like, listen, the DJ is first and the rapper tells everybody how great the DJ was. Right. That's That was me and Will's dynamic. Right. That was Steady B and, and his DJ's dynamic. You know, that was, that, but that was what we thought. We right. thought that's how it was. So right. not realizing that you kind of created your own version, you know, your own spin on it that you know, it was kind of like, okay, you know, but because like I said, we didn't have videos and all the rest of that to kind of make everything seamless. We, you know, it was just kind of like, I got a tape. I don't know what Cowboy looked like. I don't know what Melly right, Mel looked right, like. Right. So, you know, I, in my head, I'm imagining, you know, I remember seeing the first picture of, you know, Theodore and the Fantastic Five, Ooh. and I'm trying to figure out who was who. Like, <laughs> you know, when I found out, damn, I was like, that the, the light skinned dude ain't Theodore. I thought it was, you know, <laughs> you know so. You know, it was it was all of this is pre, so you just making it up as you go along. Now, how you like throughout all your years, you never got in trouble. Like at least in the public, like you're not in scandal. <laughs> like they skipped not you. Google. Yeah, it's not Googleable. Uh, you know what, man? Like, well, it's because Instagram wasn't alive. Whoa, 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 whoa! Listen, it wouldn't be hip hop. <laughs> it would <laughs> not be <laughs> hip hop. <laughs> you know. Um, but you know, I think just listen. I, I in, in spite of how Will and I, the records that we made, mm. none of us grew up in in the best environment. You know, we grew up in the inner city. We grew up in Philly. Right. You know, we had our share of mm. shit, and just you know, and, and and it was what it was. But it was kind of like you know, I think our approach was we're not really telling the story of where we grew up, but that doesn't hide. How we grew up, but growing up like that, one thing that you develop is smart. Mm -hmm. That it's kind of like you don't tell your business, right, right. you don't put your business out there. And I think 
some of those old school lessons that I got, I I just kept with me. That it's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, it's it, it. No one is squeaky clean. It just depends on who sees your dirt. Yeah, but you see how easy it is nowadays. Like these new kids, they oh, get listen. fame, and then the next day, the next day they on there tomorrow sniffing cocaine off of Kimberly's right. ass. But see, you know what it is? We, we never we never had a twenty four hour a day camera right. on you. Exactly. Telling exactly. like, I, I, and you know what's I, messed up about this generation? They put the camera on themselves. Yeah, they big brother listen, themselves. They come I, like I, I tell people, I was <laughs> like, let me ask you a question. If you got in trouble, would you go to Albee Square Mall in New York? In the food court that's that real that's that that I got in trouble right And everybody's like No And I was like That's what you just did uh, uh, That's yeah. exactly What you just did And the people don't understand That it's kind of like You know You You it's how I know I come from the same era. I just used that same reference the other day about I'll be square more and the dude had to pull me to the side and say, I'll be square more. Yeah. I, get I said, I'm an old nigga. Fuck that. I don't care. <laughs> but, um, yeah, that's the crazy thing is they actually, well, um, but I seen I seen a documentary one time where it's talking about you and Will on tour, and I think y'all was on a Queen Latifah tour, mm-hmm. and everybody was looking at y'all different because y'all had pop records. They was considered pop records at the time, and y'all was going out every single night and still bossing ass on stage. Because that's that's what it was about. Right. I don't care what the records are. Right, right. You know, like <laughs> when when we when we went to New York, when we did the whole live at Union Square and all the rest mm-hmm. of that, we had one record. Wow. You know, we going up there to do girls ain't nothing but trouble, but it's kind of mm. like, yo, okay, well, we got to do this freestyle. You got a DJ. We're going to bring out the beatbox. Like, our, our job is to entertain you. Right. Well, so it's kind of like, man, listen, the, the least important thing right. for us on the show was the record. Wow. Like, we, the record's a given. Anybody wow. know the record, but we got to get them with all this other stuff. Wow. Let, let me ask you something. So you as a DJ, right, and where people critique records like that, and you're out DJing, like, cause I'm, I assume you was yeah. DJing, and you you know the records that they're playing. Did you ever like come and try to persuade like the group to go a different direction? Like, you know what nah. I'm saying? Oh, okay. Nah. Like, right. I don't mess with people's creative direction. Mm. You know, it's kind of like, right. you know, this 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 is you're doing something that's inside of you, right. and you know, it to me is is you have the ability to say if you like it or you don't. Right. I ain't really got the ability to tell nobody to change shit. Right. right. You know, because that's that, I don't want anybody to tell me to do the same thing. You know, it's, it's all subjective. Mm. You know, every A and R that you talked to at every record company was giving you their opinion. Mm. Nobody's opinion was law. Wow. How did you and Will connect? Um, <coughs> I was really big in the city um, as a DJ, as a DJ too, right? and Will was in a crew. Um, he was in a crew in a section city in Winfield, and you know, you know of people, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times we're on the same show. Um, and it was crazy because this was pre-cell phone pager or any of that. So when you had to get a call because you was in the house and I got a call <laughs> like, yo, somebody wants you to do this house party on 54th and Wynwood. And I was like, cool. And I picked up the phone and called the guy that used to MC for me mm-hmm. and he wasn't in the house. Uh. I couldn't page him or nothing. So it was kind of like, listen, I'm going to go do the party. You know, I just can't get him. And when I showed up, it was two doors down from Will's house. And as soon as I showed up to set my stuff up, he came in the basement and it was kind of like we knew each other, dapped each other up. He was like, yo, where's your man Ice? And I was like, yo, I couldn't find him. And he was like, yo, you mind if I rock? And I was like, nah. Wow. And it was just a natural chemistry that we had that wow. night. That was an that accident, it, Oh, listen, I kept saying, wow. if Ice would have picked up that phone, wow. I might not be sitting here. <laughs> 
Wow. Yeah. You know. That's crazy. Boom. But it's just, you know. Mm. And then that turned into what you doing tomorrow? What are you doing next Saturday? What are you doing? And it was probably seven months later, we had a record out. Wow. What was the moment where you was like, I made it? Was the parents just don't understand? There's, there's a point in time that I still don't think I had that moment. Damn, but yeah, you had man. you had your gas. Oh no, 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 oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I think? Um, when we 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 when we put out pants, I remember we had signed a rush. Mm. And um, management or the label? And, uh, management. Okay, cool. And I remember when we played them the He's the DJ on the rapper album. Mm. Russell listened to it and Russell said, "This is going to be gold in four weeks." And we was just like, "What?" That's pre Def Jam when it was Rush. Did he? Did it was he Rush had management before, before right. Def Jam. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we and we didn't believe him. And, and the record actually went gold in five weeks. Mm. But what it was, we were on tour, and it was kind of like you start the tour off in your, the third act to go on, uh-huh. and, and then, then a week last. later you're the fourth act to go <laughs> on, yeah, 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 and yeah. then a week later you're the fifth act to go on, and you're not realizing why they're moving you up. Yeah. And it was, um, we doing these shows with uh, Run DMC and like yeah. it was a, it was that's a, tour, a so pack tour, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. And stadium tours, yeah. yeah. And it was kind of like every night, you know, Will start coming to me. He's like, "Yo, like, is it me or is the cheers getting louder?" And I'm like, "I don't know. I can't tell." Like, you know, it's because <laughs> you, you know. You, you back and here. it was one night he did. Parents just don't understand. And he said the first verse. And he told me that he was going to try something. He said the first verse, and then he said, in between the first and second verse, he was like, listen, I'm going to say the first line, and I want everybody to say the second line, which was really dangerous, because if nobody said shit, we would have been... Oh, yeah, you look crazy. <laughs> and he said, I remember one year my mom took me school shopping, and 25,000 people answered me. And, and that was it. That was kind of like... Because once again, when you're on the road, you don't... You know, you don't have any frame of reference yeah, if right. your record is getting big. You know, I know. Especially okay, back then with no yeah, social yeah, media. Yeah, no social media, media yeah. So it was kind of like, yo, like, this is crazy. You know, and it was, you know, before we end up getting off of the tour, we were right before Run DMC. Mm. That was crazy. Mm. Now, was, was it ever rough between you and Will at once? Nah, nah. Yeah. You know, I mean, trust me, you have growing pains, you know, right. because we started off so young. But, um, it was wild because one of the first times right after we got together, I mean, we sat on the steps, um, and it was wild because it was me, Will, uh, the manager, JL, and Charlie mm. Mack. Um, and we had Charlie Mack on yeah. the show. Yeah, I saw him. Uh-huh. Yeah. And and Will was like, yo, man, I want to do movies. Wow. And I was like, I want to do music for the movies. So people would always be like, did it get strange? You, you know, did you feel like Will left you? It's like, nah, like this was planned. Wow. From day one, none of this was. Oh, so you said when he went into music, you, you were scoring most of the movies. Oh, like, I was like, I did all the music on the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Get wow. the fuck out of here! I did see the that. The theme is you. The theme. Oh, yeah. you still get published. You know. God damn, let's make some noise. Those royalty checks. I'm gonna tell you something. You know what? And somebody said this to me not too long ago, and 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 it freaked me out. He came up to me and he said, "Let me ask you a question." What is the biggest hip hop record in the world? And I started going down a list, and like Dr. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, and he was like, "The Fresh Prince of Bel Air." He said, "That is the biggest." 
Yeah, everybody knows, everybody knows that. Everybody knows that. In the world. It's in over yeah, 190 countries. That's fucking countries, I never, I didn't even And I never that. thought of that. Yeah. I never thought never, of that. You know, especially when you realize you're Because was that an official record, record or, was that, or was that just the theme for the show? Did you actually <laughs> drop a record? Or, um, or yeah, the record a, company put something out that oh. I found out down the line. But y'all made it for the show. Huh? Y'all made it for the show. Yeah, we made it for the show. Wow. Wow. Now, Uncle Phil. Passing away. What you, you had a relationship with? Very, him? very oh, yeah. good. To, very like good. he was like hip hop's uncle. He, you know what? Because that um, was like our family. Like that, yeah. like the Fresh Prince of Bel Air was everybody from the projects. That's what we dreamed of of doing. Like somebody, we have enough rich family somewhere, <laughs> and <laughs> they're gonna fly us out, <laughs> and we're gonna live in Bel Air, and Uncle Phil is gonna be our <laughs> uncle. And um, so I think hip hop took that one. Yeah, yeah. Like hip hop yeah. actually. Yeah. I mean, he was he he was. He was my vacation dude mm. that because he would, you know, in the off season, he would just get in the car and him and his friends would drive from cross country and they would, they, he could tell you every great restaurant, wow. every great beach, like he, they were wow. travelers. So, mm. you know, I, I would go to him and he's like, yo, you know, the best beach in the world is in, is in Cancun and, wow. and the best restaurant is here. Um, but he would always pull you to the side, drop some knowledge. He was a huge music and jazz Mm. Fans, so I would always, you know, go in his room and he would mm. slide me new CDs and and stuff like that. But he was he was he was cool. He was really mm. cool. Uh, what's what's your um, favorite era in hip hop? Nineties all day. Nineties. Oh, now, yo, this, I'm give you ten years. So what? Ninety to two thousand. Um, I would almost say no, not necessarily ninety to two thousand. I would okay. say probably. Uh, between 88 and 98. Yeah. Okay, 88 and 98. All right, that's yeah. fucking phenomenal year. That's a great decade. That's, right uh, yeah, that's a great decade. So we're, let's, let's take 88. That's NWA for sure. Yeah, Public mm-hmm. Enemy. Uh, yeah. Nas Falls in there. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Rakim is in there. Yep. KRS. Uh, KRS, KRS is in there. Yep. Wu-Tang. 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 Wu-Tang came out in 92. So Wu-Tang, the discovery of Wu-Tang. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. yeah. What's something that, that, uh, that shocked you in hip-hop? When you sat back and you was like, I can't believe hip-hop went this far. Um, Cause you come well, from the morals. Yeah, but you, you know what, you morals. know what it is. It's kind of like w- when you come from the morals, you saw how it got immoral. Mm. No one gave a shit about hip hop mm. until they realized that hip hop was making money. Mm. When we boycotted the Grammys, yeah. it was mm. because you wanted to put it on television or you wanted to exploit it on television, but you didn't want to show the category. And I'm like, wait a minute. Hip hop is arguably hip hop was arguably and I want to say this might have been eighty eight right. arguably the top three music yep. genre in the world. If you got nine country and western categories that you're televising, then you're going to televise one of these hip hop categories mm. because on the scale it, it should be up there. Every hip hop category in should be up there based off of the, the level of the music. And so for them to kind of disrespect it, and this was at a point in time that you had radio and talk show hosts that were blatantly saying hip hop is a fad. It's a fad. Yeah, yeah. So you're so you fighting for something. Y'all got together and y'all boycotted the Grammys. We boycotted them first that before Damon deal, them, right? Huh? I know Damon them did it after. Yeah. But this is '88. So this can, can you describe ourselves? We were just, you know, we got together, Salt and Pepper, everybody who was nominated, and we were just right. like, we're not going. We're going to go to all of the functions. And we're going to talk about why right. we're not going. Because they not only were we nominated, but they wanted me and Will to perform. Wow. So we were like, nah. And understand at that time saying no, you don't know if this is the kiss of death. Like, right. are you in a position to say yeah, no? That, that yeah. they, they're just going to say, you know, but everybody kind of band together. Um, and that's why, you know, hip hop has kind of 
for right. for a while, right. kind of gotten to be a staple in the Grammys. Right. But you also watched when you started when people started making real money mm. in hip hop, mm. and they started noticing mm. when it got to a point that somebody like MC Hammer mm. sold 12 million records, and now. You know, through media, you're starting to see the, the fruits of his labor more. Mm. Then people, then you start to realize corporate America is mm. going to turn in. It's no different than the DJ culture. I, you mm. know, I've been DJing for 30 something years. Right. So being inside the bubble before the bubble got big, you got DJs that are making six hundred thousand dollars a night. Yeah. Wow, a, a night. A night. Yeah. I'm like, yo. But all of that happened when corporate America realized as soon as you put Calvin Harris made $67 million in Forbes, now everybody wants to be a DJ. Because right. mm. it's kind of, now it's big business. Mm. So you start, you know, I think, I, I think there's a level of hip-hop that does not belong to hip-hop. I believe you. And, I and believe you. Like subgenre type stuff? Ju- well, just, I, you know what? I don't believe that I don't believe that a lot of the commercial hip hop that's on the radio is 100% picked by the fans. Right. No, no, for sure. Okay. Like no, some, okay. like, yeah. like. Trust me, they're just they're, like programming on radio. They have a formula all, yeah, all for this. That. Yeah. Yeah. So it's kind of like it's almost like they're they're never gonna say it, but we we let you hear what we want you to hear. Right. Like that's why the underground has always been a certain level of purity right. because you can't really control that. Like you got to seek. Mm-hmm. And look for stuff, but the stuff you're saying like a label can pay for the who's the next. Oh, guy. All, all day, yeah. Yeah. all day. It's just terrible, you know. But it's just kind of like no. you don't realize that you don't have that level of control. Right. But that level of control is only because of the money. As a DJ, have you ever um, has a, a, a person ever came up to you and said, "Yo, I want to pay you to play my records every time you spend"? Like, no, I mean, no. I, and, I, and I've been fortunate enough to keep myself <laughs> out of them circles, right. you know, that it's just kind of like... Because that's what's the, the, the new thing now. A DJ is kind of big. An artist is to them, pay the DJ, give him three grand, and the DJ playing them, and then... And he's the only DJ playing them, so it's kind of like you know, <laughs> you know he got hit you because know, it's like no one else is playing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I mean, I think that lowers the integrity of a DJ. How about you, EFN? I, I know I'm sorry. Has it happened you. to me? Has it, like, so you know, you, you was DJing a lot. Yeah, no, in, in it happened Miami, to me a couple times. And a person yeah. came up to you and was like, yo, I'll offer you yeah. a, a, a subscribe. You don't have to blow I'm going to tell you the artist. But you know, don't, please, yeah, you don't have like, to. You know, I'll give you a 1K yeah. right now, just right. run my record. Oh, wow. You know what I'm saying? That happened often. Oh, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But you know they're doing that now. Like I think all this we're talking now about now is upfront. Yeah, but it's now it's like social media is almost becoming the DJ too. Now they're paying people on social yeah. media to do something to a record or play a record, like all oh, yeah. posts. Yeah. yeah. And I heard they um paying people to stream records now. Right. So there's like companies in Japan. And, and yeah, can... and everything he's saying about like how people aren't really choosing anything. Algorithms is the same thing. Like you think you picking something, but it's being chosen for you. But but our, is is it our choice to turn on the radio? And to know these songs because some of these songs I hate, but I know every word of them. Listen, you be force fed. Yeah, I'm force fed. Yeah, that's what yeah. that's, that's yeah. what I'm telling you. Programmers, a programmer yeah. told me that they actually have a mathematical equation yes. that they know if they play a record a certain amount of times in a span you know. of the day, it's gonna get stuck in your head. Mm. Yep. Mm. Have you uh, been disgusted from hip hop yet? Yeah, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to say, Daddy, you have two positive if you don't nah, say no. No, 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 no. <laughs> two positive. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, all, the, the funny thing is, I think I've been dis- disgusted right. at some level of it from the beginning. Wow. Like, there's a, listen, there's always been a good side and a bad side. I said that. No, there's always. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, this didn't just start mm-hmm. that it was bad hip-hop. It was bad hip-hop in the 90s. I said that, yep, yep. yep. You know, but it's just... It, it was so much you, more good that you, you didn't care about. You, you almost felt good. like... Mm-hmm. The, the, the good outweighed the bad mm-hmm. you, you know see, now that, I, I, that's why I have a problem with saying subgenres in, in hip hop I think it should just be good hip hop and bad hip hop no I don't think you can't call bad you start making excuses for shit you know like oh nah because this is I'm this genre of hip hop this is why you, I you know why I can't say good and bad because just because I don't like it no, doesn't it's mean subjective. it's bad it's subjective. subjective no no I'm saying yeah. it's subjective I'm not okay. saying that it, okay. it, it's automatic right. it's whatever you think is good and bad right. you know what I'm oh I, yeah I still I, I don't want to call it bad because I don't like it like there's certain people there's certain artists that I don't like them but I get why other people like them you know what I'm saying and it's like so I don't want I wouldn't want to call them bad I don't, but I, I, I can't I can never criticize somebody that I don't like yeah yeah because I don't eat cheese right I don't think people who eat cheese are bad. Mm. It's just something that I don't do. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like, you know, if it's stuff that you don't do. Now it gets a little interesting. As a right. DJ, you have you got to figure gotta out. To this crowd. But you got to you got to figure out. I, you right. know, You're I, ready. You, yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and and there's some people that won't draw the line, you know, or or draw a hard line at right. curating. And right. you know, I think it's once again it's subjective. It's kind of like. What, you know, what type of DJ are you? Yeah, I, 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 but that's I, why the DJ is its own entity. It's an artist because then yeah. people buy into what your taste is. Yes. You have a DJ right. and then somebody came up to you and was like, play some Takashi 69. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> once again, if you're smart, you know how to navigate yourself that right. you're not putting yourself right. in them situations. I, I, I had a Vegas residency for seven years. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. me and DJ AM, mm-hmm. you know, had... Great times in Vegas because we would push the envelope. It was, you know, like I I always had a massive level of respect for him. I never forget one of the first times that I went to Vegas and he was playing, and I walked in, and it's two thousand people. It's one thirty at night, and he was like, "Yo, did you did you hear the new Bob Deep record?" And I was like, "No," and he was like, "Yo," and I said, "What the fuck are you doing?" Like he just dropped it. But I, there was a level of respect that right. I had for that. Right. That he's kind of like, yo, I'm the DJ. I'm the train conductor. Right, right, Everybody's right. on my train. They're going to yeah. go wherever right. I take them. Right. You know, and, and you respected that. But you also saw throughout the years, Vegas change. Yes. You know, you, you they, they got a list. This is what we want you to play. Mm. I, 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 listen, I played Vegas. I, I was about to ask you, have you ever had to play a record that you didn't like, but you knew that this was popping for the crowd? Oh, I do that all the time. Okay. I do, but but like I said, it's right. which is a whole nother conversation. Right. You got to understand the 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 definition the, the 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 goal of the DJ or the 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 job description of the DJ is you are a servant of the people. Right. You're not a servant of yourself. Right. You're a servant of the, of the mm-hmm. people. Perfect. That your job is to play what the people like. It depends on how much work, depending on how much you want to play, that the people like. There are some people that draw the line. I am completely respectful for the the, the, the keep it real DJs, and I only play 90s hip-hop and all the rest of that. I'm 100% with that. But if there's only one 90s hip-hop party a month, then you can't complain about the work you're going to do. Like you can't say, I want to play 90s music, but somebody doesn't book me every night. 
Right. Like you can't ha- you can't have it both ways. But it's kind of like you have to decipher how much of a servant of the people mm. you're going to be. Yeah. You know, and mm. I may have to play that Takashi Six Nine right. record. Right. You know, and you know, depending on how you want to walk it. Right, right. That's real. I got this. I, I downloaded this little nigga album. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm trying to stay young. With oh, the new batteries again? Damn, so my battery. <laughs> Shut up, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, crazy. Dud? Yeah. Going hard on high energy today. <laughs> Batteries are just going on left and right out of me. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Moments like my daughter telling me a new joke mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palpocyclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR-positive HER2-negative NBC as the first hormonal-based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. Man, 
We ready? So didn't y'all have like beef with MC Search or some shit like that? No, Search on no. my man. Where did you hear that? I don't know if I got that. Yeah, beef with somebody. It's like, we, somebody got it. We got to have some beef with somebody. Yeah, have beef with somebody, man. Come on. Ain't had no beef with nobody, man. You, you, you really could get through hip hop like that? Listen, it ain't over. Yeah, it ain't It's true. That's true. That's true. It ain't that over. Is true. That is true. You know? That is true. So, like, you know, um, you were speaking on when you first uh, met Will, right? Um, he is uh, a elite, uh, like you know, of our people, right? Like, there's not, there probably won't ever be a Will Smith. Did you see that from the beginning? All day. Get the fuck out. All day, all day. Um, one of the first shows that we did, mm-hmm. I used to play Art of Noise Moments in Love, mm-hmm. and he would do Girls Ain't Nothing But Trouble over there. Mm-hmm. And I remember watching 300 people <coughs> stare at his mouth hanging on every word of a story because they're visualizing the story. And I was like, that's power. Wow. When you can communicate like that, that's power. Wow. Like, all day. And you knew he would would be this guy? Like, you know, some of the movies, because at the end of the day, he represents hip-hop, right? And, like, I love the fact, like, you know, um, somebody I idolize because... I wanted to continue to, to be involved with hip hop. I wanted to do other mm-hmm. things. I just wanted to do it my way. Yep. So I'm doing it my version like of it. Like an ambassador. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? But when you look at like like some of the movies he did, like where he's crying on impulse, I'm like, how the fuck do you do that? <laughs> like, like, Listen, like, like, I seen him do that with his girl back in the day. Oh, shit. <laughs> 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 Listen, I seen him get in some trouble and he just, cried and I said, How the fuck did you do that? I'll be in the mirror trying to squint my eye. I, I, like, I was like, Yo, like that's. I don't know how you did that. Like, I was like, You got, you got out of that. Like, I'm spitting on my head, rubbing it down. Like, so yeah, like. He had it. You see that from back then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. This is pre-record deal. I'm sorry. This he was crying pre-record deal. Will Hill. <laughs> no, I was like, you the best that ever did it. <laughs> right, right, right. And that is acting. That is acting is acting on impulse. That like, is it. That that's something strange. I tried to do that shit. I can't. I ain't got it. Yeah, that's. A, that's <laughs> I ain't you got yourself. Yeah, I yeah. tried to get like yeah. mad and shit. Think about like that steps <laughs> and shit like that. It wasn't working for me. That's all I knew. I ain't got it, man. I ain't got. It. But yeah, certain people could do that. But I just, you know, for hip hop, him, LL, mm-hmm. Ice Cube. I like look at and you know a lot of times you know people claim them as actors yeah. and I be wanting to stop them like uh uh-uh. uh yeah like they hip hop yeah. first like yeah. you know what I'm saying like they hip hop and um to see the to, to see the to, the position that you know um they've taken it to for us to continue to go it's just amazing man it's it just, was it was hard in the beginning because people people like fought hit. that. Right. They fought that. Well, like when, that he was well when, when when he got the TV show, it was a lot of backlash because from for who? some reason, just the industry, hip hop industry, the, oh, okay. you know, be, um, and because and he was the first one on the, TV, right? Then LL yeah. was, was but, real, like right? he was selling out. No, it wasn't even selling out. It was almost like we we had this weird thing that people thought you can only do one thing. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Like it was like you're hip hop, and you're yeah. going to be hip hop until the day that you die. It's kind of yeah, like right. yo, I like other stuff. Right. You know, like and all of that stuff is super accepted now mm. I wasn't accepted in the beginning right. like, like you, people fought and just like 
you you trying to act like what are you doing? Because I like it was you guys, Latifah. Latifah was doing yep. that too, and I remember like people saying like, but they but they were using like they they sellouts like they were using us word because. I mean, but you know what? It's a lot. You of know that, what that? I mean, back in the days when they were saying sellout, that meant you just get money. <laughs> <laughs> like that's yeah. what I noticed about what they was like. They were haters back in the days. Like if you was a sellout, that means you was rich. Let's make some noise for that, goddammit. Yeah. <laughs> Now, talking about the show, one of my favorite songs of all time is Summertime. Mm -hmm. Oh, wow. Talk to us about the making. Did you guys know that record was going to be as big as it became? No, no, not at all. I remember watching the video for the first time on the show when they were like in an intermission or something like that. Let me just tell you something. I judge people barbecues. But (laughs) based on if they play Summertime or not, nigga. If they don't play summertime, your food is trash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she got nothing to do with nothing else, my dude. But if I don't hear summertime, I automatically yeah. just put your food down. I'm sorry. I throw it out there. I mean, yeah. I'm sorry. I got, I got a little pain. I'm with yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we. Um, it was funny. That was the first year that Will was on the show. Mm. Um, and you know, we East Coast. Mm. Fall, leaves turn brown, get a little chilly, throw your jacket on, winter, snow, you got your bomber ski hat, mm-hmm. spring, you know, first day of spring is 70 degrees, we go overboard and we want to throw some shorts on and mm-hmm. think 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 it's hot, but mm-hmm. you see the girl that you ain't seen all summer and she got a little thick, mm-hmm. your man got a new car and he, mm-hmm. does, he now is shining, mm-hmm. and what happened was he was in LA, so it was 90 right. mm-hmm. in, the, in, in the winter, mm-hmm. so... I remember him calling me in the spring, you know, the first nice day we had. It was just like, yo, what's up? And I'm just like, yo, such and such, she, boy, she's stacked now. And mm. such and such got a new car. Mm. And such and such, you know. And he was like, damn, I missed that. Like, and I never thought about that. Like, yo, you don't get the seasons changing. Mm. So you don't have that nostalgia. It's a little bit different. You know, you know it's, it's 90, Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the inspiration that it was like, yo, like I'm, I miss summertime in Philly. I miss these nuances, and it was crazy because not realizing that every place has their own nuance yeah. mm-hmm. didn't have to be what he talked about. Right. Um, yeah, that's a universal record. And it was kind of like we put the record out, and you know, it was everybody loved it in that the was summer. An instant hit, yeah. You know, but. Then what happened was the next summer came and you was kind of like, okay, that shit is over with. And then it's kind of like, it's here again. Word. And then the next summer came and it was it was here again. And it was kind of like, to me, as an artist, we dream to have something that never dies. Right. Yes. You dream to have that legacy record that, you know. Oh, summertime is going to be 3,000 years old. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's going like, to still be and, popular. And you can't, you, you can't plan. When we can go to that's, Mars. That's a gift. When we can go to Mars. We can still, we're going to still be here summertime. All right. I'm going to be honest. I'll tell you the truth. Like, <laughs> you, that is a universal. Uh, today's a good day. Ice Cube. Yep. That's yeah. one of them. Whenever you have a good day, whenever like shit is real, like you just got to listen to Ice Cube. Yeah. But I'm talking about when you know that it's spring, it's like, because it's a certain smell. Yeah. Spring is leaving, and when you know where summer is coming, and I just need to hear that. Yeah. You gotta hear it in somebody's car. I get right down car. the street. See, I'm a barbecue guy. Me too. So I got the hair in the barbecue. I'm gonna throw it out there, man. I take it personal. So, uh, so you guys, uh, 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 you, you go on tour. Uh, he, he does. Uh, the, the, the Fresh Prince that he starts going into, into movies what was his first one Independence Day? Um, no he did the, his first movie was uh, 
I want to say this movie called Where the Day Takes You. Mm. But I think he played a, a, a homeless man. But it was kind of like his first, like, trying to get in, getting into it. And then um, he did uh, the thing with Nia and Ted Danson and Whoopi Goldberg. I forgot the name of that. Oh, yeah. Um, but it was just, you know, you started seeing, mm. you started seeing the roles come in. Um, this is the first he, time hip-hop is actually entering movie world. Yeah, yeah, to that level. Right. Because, you know, it was funny, um, you know, there was a bunch of people that kind of came up. Queen Latifah's doing it, but she's doing yeah. it on the other <clears throat> side for the females, correct? And this before Boys in the Hood and all that, and yeah. Cube doing it, and Ice-T was doing some stuff. Yeah, yeah Ricochet, Ricochet came Ricochet. out around. New Jackson, New Jackson but, but there's no rapping. Ice T is in New Jack yeah, City. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I see. What but we're New doing. Jack City came out. I mean, we went to the screen in New Jack City mm. on a set of Fresh Prince. Mm. So it was kind of like everybody was trying to get their right. feel, you know. And then it was. I think what it was. We were also stereotyped as rappers. That is kind of like you got to play the role that That's Ice T played for him. in New Jack right. City. Right. Um, and I think um, you know Will would kind of play this funny guy mm. and. You know, I I remember when he did that movie, um, Six Degrees of Separation, mm. um, and I remember him talking about like, yo, I'm tr- there's certain you know black directors and people that I want to work with that I can't seem to break through, and when he did that movie, that movie was so far left, mm. and he did such a great job that it separated him from everybody else. Mm. That it got to the point that it's kind of like, now I'm getting calls from everybody. Mm. But I remember, you know, when, when, when he did that, was probably one of the first times that I realized how in depth <laughs> being an actor is. Because that was like when he played like a gay, like something yeah, like a gay, like the but white it was, guy. It was crazy because we were going through a little bit of a friction. Mm. And the, the mood that he had to get in to play that role mm. offered a lot of compassion. Uh-huh. And that kind of enabled us to sit down and squash whatever friction that we had. Mm. But it was wild because he was like, yo, you know, like, sometimes you go these places and you, you don't know how to get back. You know, because... You know, like it's the whole thing that, you know, like they said, Denzel becomes right. every character right, right. he is. I watched that with Will. I watched the entire time that Will did Ali. He never spoke to me out of Ali's character. And it was the weirdest <laughs> shit in the world. That's method acting, right? It's called method Listen, acting. he yeah. would talk to me to the point that I had to get off the phone uh. because he would talk to me as it Ali. Like a Man- mannerisms and all. <laughs> you know, and I'm like, I, you know, you laugh it off because I'm waiting for you to break. Uh. And he would never break. And I, all right, I'll call you back. Click, you know. <laughs> but you realize how deep you got to get into that. Right, yeah, yeah. That's method acting, I think it's called. Yeah. It's I was on a set with some dude, method acting. It's not pretty deep. It's not that cool. Because, like, he was a dick in the movie, so he had to be a dick, like, like so this, this dude is just walking around. Rah, rah, rah. Hey, yo, homeboy, you gotta relax, man. <laughs> <laughs> this shit is make that cut already, all right? <laughs> that's that another game, my, my bad, that's my, my story. But, yeah, like, the level that that he has helped open up for, the, you guys, because this, yeah. that's y'all mm-hmm. legacy together, is that. Like I like I went to uh, the party. It was a Netflix party that he had. Um, that he um, the, the, the shit that the new movie he had just had, yeah, right? Yeah, the bright. And it was crazy. And I walk, I walked in and I'm talking about there was so many white people. God bless these white people. God, <laughs> God bless these white people. There was so many white people. But I'm looking and I'm like, do they know about? 
Yeah. Yeah, and I'm like, and this is also, it was, it was, it was real funny for me because I said, what's up, Will? You think <coughs> Nori? I said, this nigga knew, I don't even know Nori. I like, you know, fuck, I don't think the nigga know me. But, uh, <laughs> 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 it was hilarious, man. I ain't gonna lie. I love, I love what you guys did for hip hop, you know what I mean? Because you guys took chances, you guys took risks, you guys made global music first. You guys put it on the front that, you know, you know, what was going on and wasn't you stood you stood who you guys were and to the test of time and look at look at your career, look at your legacy. You guys should be saluted every day. Every day you should say, it's me Jazzy Jeff motherfucking day, god damn it. God damn it. Legacy is so rich. So why do you still DJ? You still I love, love it? it? You still do? I love it, man. Okay. I, I, I DJ more now than I ever did in my entire... I work more now than I ever worked in my life. Wow. That's dope. Ever. Wow. Ever. And, and and it's because... It's, it's, is it, the, is it the, the feeling that you're addicted is to? It the same let me, let me you ask had. you a question. Uh-huh. I'm not talking the music business or uh-huh. any of that. Uh-huh. Are you smarter than you were when you put out your first album? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Do you think you, you, you're more lyrical than you are? Is your vocabulary grown since you put out your first album? Probably not. I'm probably a weird. <laughs> <laughs> I'm different. I'm different. I'm different. I might have got stupid. I might have got dumb on my vocabulary. But everything else I got smarter. I mean, it's kind of like um, <laughs> you, you, you know how to navigate it. Exactly. You, exactly. Know, you, know, you know how to maneuver mm. in it. Mm. You know what I mean? That it's kind of like... See, for me, for an artist, I, I, got, I got tired of being on stage. See, DJ, y'all control the stage on the low. If you actually think what you said when you first said, you said it's a wizard. And that's the best way to kind of describe a DJ. You guys are in there with your wands. That's your wand. <laughs> but see, to, for me to stay in there and just have to keep entertaining people for a certain amount of time, I kind of yeah. like outgrew that. Not, not in a bad way, because yeah. I still love to perform. I don't yeah. ever want people to get that misconstrued. Right. But, you know... It's, 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 it, gets, it gets redundant, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because we're, and a lot of times, we're like the entertainment. It's not, no, it's no difference between us and a stripper. You know what I'm saying? Like a stripper goes and dances, and like I was just saying, she takes the ass, and gets up the stage and hates it. I hope you ain't getting no stripper. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, sometimes as an artist, you, you perform, I, I'm gonna tell you, I, I said this story before, but I'm gonna tell you, this is the one time I, this is, I, I kind of stopped performing. I have one of the most, Beautiful times I've ever had in Hamptons. And we're sitting there, we're smoking. I smoke, this is when I smoke cigarettes. And the guy, he paid me, of course, he paid me. So he says, Hey, you ready? Let's go. I was like, Whoa! <laughs> it was just how he said, He meant yeah. no harm. Right. He meant no harm. He meant no disrespect. But just, yeah. Just, yeah. just, you understand what he yeah. said? He said, yeah. Are you ready? Let's go. He didn't even make eye contact with me. Yeah. Yeah. I said, Hold up, buddy. Yeah. yeah. I don't work for you, even though I had his money in my pocket. <laughs> I was work for hire that day, and that's when I stopped slowing down yeah. doing shows. And I smoked two more bogeys. This makes some noise for me. <laughs> I, I couldn't let him have that. Yeah, I couldn't let him have that. I said, you're going to have to wait another 20 minutes. Yeah, Russia didn't do it for you when we went to Russia? Russia, they almost killed us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah they almost killed us in Russia. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, we was in a part of Russia. This is how you know. Where we are at? St. Petersburg, I believe. Oh, okay. No, but at the time, I don't know if it changed, but at the time, it was so racist that the Russians that was with us had to wear buttons that said, Russians against, against racism. racism. You know you in a racist wow. race. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah
That was terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, we been through some shit, man. God bless you, guys. God bless you. Yeah, but um, as an artist, I kind of, I kind of feel like, I, you know, I seen, you know, I seen the, you know, uh, what was I don't what Tip Trill and you know all of like the famous trippers. They always come to Miami and people always go see it. And I always, you know. Every now and then I'll go and oh, let's, let's see. Uh, you know, I'm married man, so I just watch. You know, uh, but <laughs> no, I'm serious. But you know, and then you see these strippers that will perform, and they're the happiest while someone's throwing dollars on them. And then they turn around, and then they, they throw on this ice grill. And it's similar to how a person who has to perform yeah. performs. You know, because there's certain people who have to. Like there's certain people who like you know. You know, you see them, you're like, this nigga is good, this nigga, you know. But then there's people who just, they love it. And when you outgrow it, you gotta, you gotta fall in love back with it. Yeah. Or you're gonna be the stripper. Yeah. <laughs> you're gonna be the stripper that walks over and be like, man, man, these niggas keep throwing money at me. <laughs> I'm sorry, man, I don't know where the fuck I went with this, man. Shit got weird, man. Let me tell you, let me drink some more champagne. I'm relating to strippers and shit, so it's crazy. I think the difference is what you were saying. It's it's the difference between wanting to do it yes. and have to do it. Yeah. No, having to do no, it. No, when you when you when you when you want to do something, like you were saying, like you develop more love for it, you develop more skills for it. Like um, uh, uh, you know, uh, I, I remember speaking to Buster one time, and Buster said to me, he said, he don't, I don't do no '90s parties. And I had to ask him, I said, why? He said, because if I do a, a 90s party, that's where they want to keep me at. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's, do you think that's uh, uh Like he feels he's going to be pigeonholed to that? I mean, in Buster's case, I'm not saying in Buster's case, I'm saying in your case, like, or in, 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 in your case. You I think? do whatever. Okay. Yeah. Like, okay. it's kind of like, the, the, the thing about that, if you do a 90s party, just do your 90s shit. Yeah, right. You, know, that, you don't have to do that everywhere. Mm-hmm. I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, we... I, I pretty much know what I'm going into t- to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. I know how how deep I gotta go. I know how much is it me doing what I do, and how much is it I have to split what I do to what you want. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you kind of know that. So I, I knock on wood. I'm never going into something blind. Right. You know. You talk about DJing. Your just crowd? just completely. Like listen, okay. I do. Uh, 160, 170 dates a year. God damn, you touring like a wrestler. Let's make some noise. That is is wrestler dates, brother. That is getting a lot of money. We we respect that. He continues that. But you know, uh, you understand, you know, like I know what this club is going to be like to a certain degree. Like I got got a range that is going to be here and here, you know. I know when I go overseas and I do these tours, like this this is where I'm at, you know. I know... You know, you do the bottle service, your range might have to be a little bit shifted to the left. Right. You know, I go to Germany, I know my shit is shifted to the right. Mm-hmm. You know, right. and you just and you just kind of know. Like, that's that's your job is to kind of figure out your environment. You that's know, the illest thing about being a DJ is y'all niggas are geniuses. Y'all can actually go Some out of there. Them. Listen, my DJ, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, I know I'm not, I never t- said this story. But Butch Rye used to always go to my shows 30 minutes before and tell me, because you know, I got Spanish records, I got fucking, you know, CNN records, mm-hmm. I got Nori records. So my DJ would go and he would study the crowd mm-hmm. out for a half an hour. But this one time, we didn't go early. <laughs> we went on time and we were late. So on time is late. And mm-hmm. I kid you not, God bless his soul. Prodigy was out there on stage, but he had a dat. So he must have came as DJ, him and Havoc's, D, I think DJ, 
missed the flight. Mm. So I had never knew popcorn fly. They do popcorn. I was like, I'm not going out there. <laughs> I said, no way. If they throwing popcorn at P, they gonna destroy P. This is the God at the time. My DJ, in my mind, he, I don't think he did it, but in my mind, he smacked me and said, shut up. <laughs> you going out there. And it's the first time we started with Super Thug. Super Thug was our, our closer. What, what, what? And he was like, shut up. <clears throat> in my mind, he smacked me. I'm sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he was like, shut up. And, just, and he never gave me the list. We didn't go over no records. He just went out there and he went to all the number one. Like, you know you, the ones you yeah. saved? Yeah. We went through those first five. But the crowd started loving All night, the promoter was, was like, he was with us all night. You saved the show. The Russian guy <laughs> just kept putting his hands on my head and my neck. That's right. saved the show. Yo, my buddy, goodbye. But, um, that's it. That's why, I, that's why I love, like, a good DJ will sit there and say, yo, I know exactly what you, like, sometimes, one time I was in Germany and everybody in the crowd was from Honduras. I had no idea. From Honduras? <laughs> Wait, from Honduras. What? It made Germany? no sense. It made no sense. But my DJ, my DJ was in the crowd and knew that. And he played my Spanish records and I killed the crowd. Let's make some noise. There you go. In Germany, before the Spanish music. I'm sorry, man. I go on, I go on. Yeah, I, think, I think, if I'm not wrong, is that crazy an track back there? Yeah, yeah. Oh, let's talk. Okay. Yeah. Uh, somebody give a chair. Fuck it. Man, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We, we unorganized, but organized. Come on, work with us. Work with us. This guy's incredible, man. We 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 we, we salute our legends over here, and it, it'd be something, you know. Dope. These guys are legends, legends too. Exactly. Exactly. Exact. Crazy is the pride of Miami, right? That's here. right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> man, and, and listen, I didn't start as young as A Track. So wow. How young did you start? I started at 13. I was world oh, champion shit, at 15. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wait a minute. World champion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick that up. Whoa. Sorry, <laughs> Pick that up. Wait, 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 wait. Tell me what the fuck you world champion at. It was the DMC World Championships. Oh, yeah. we, we all used to do all these battles. Jeff before wow. us, but me and Craze won a bunch of these world titles. When wow. we were yeah, Craze, how old were you at the zoo when I saw you that first battle that you did? I was 15. Damn, yeah. damn, it. Oh, <laughs> God, damn it. That's some real shit. And DJs, they, they, see, a lot of rappers don't know this. DJs is, you start out real, real, like you don't get paid good at first right you gotta be good to get paid right because there's a lot of locals yeah 
that don't really get paid. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. But you know what? Shout out, shout out to the shout local to the DJs. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the whole down. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The big up to all the club DJs and yeah. the, the, the DJs that have residencies every week because they hold down mm-hmm. their market and their their job is actually tougher than ours, I think, because if they don't like Jeff was talking about being a servant to the crowd, right. you know, at least we have the luxury to have a certain weight to our name so when we show up in the venue, right. we can still steer it where we want. Right. But if you're the resident DJ at the club and you're not playing what the crowd wants, they'll just leave. The wheel. Mm. They'll, they'll mm. leave, they'll leave the dance floor, the manager will take you off. Like, so let so me shout ask out to those so. that like put let their me, job on the line. Let me line. ask you something, as like, as like, y'all are the closer DJs, right? So is there a rule, like if the opener DJ comes, is there, is there records that he shouldn't play? It used to be ethics to that, but that's kind of gone. I'm old school. I'm no, no, tell yeah, me I'm old school. No, no, it should, yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is there should be, but now we see a lot of people that don't really respect that. So, so if the number one record is out and the, the opener DJ, he, he can't play it and you guys won't take it? Well, I'm going to tell you what the difference is, okay. is especially these guys, right. what you do is the number one record. Mm. Like, it's not the record. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, there's a level that I'm coming to see Craze. I'm coming to see A-Track. I'm not mm. necessarily coming to see what Craze and A-Track are going to play. Right. Like, they're the entity yeah. of themselves. Mm. That is kind of like, when you get to that level, you mm. almost are kind of like, I don't give a fuck what you play. Mm. <laughs> These guys are instruments, man, the way that they play. Like, I don't care what you play. But not just that. It's kind of like... I've seen both of these guys play numerous mm. of times. There's a million fucking records. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to be mad because you played one of the records. And I had that with somebody that they had a pre-something mapped out set. Mm. And I played a couple of records and it was like you freaked out. And I was just like, fucking replace them. Right. <laughs> like, if you play this, I'm going to play something different. Like, you looked at it, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like I'm going on stage and I'm performing one of Jay-Z's records before right. Jay-Z. It's right. like... Yeah. Because certain DJs used to fax a list to venues Woo. that would say do oh, not yeah. play. Do yeah. not. Oh, right. If yeah. you booked yeah. such and such in your city as like the promoter or the, or the club owner or whatever, you would receive a list of records to give to your opener to say... Do not play yeah. the records from this list. Or you felt disrespected uh, if the opener did play it. You but know, that's, that's also because before Serato and all of that, yeah. as the DJ would travel to your city with whatever <laughs> three crates of records, right. and that's I mean, all he had. Yeah. Right. So if the yeah. DJ before played a couple of those records, you're like, yo, this, I don't have other stuff to play. So that's changed with the digital age. Holy moly. I but love I have, the DJ politics, by the way. I, I have a question for Jeff, actually, yeah. on, on that topic of like playing to the crowd and traveling and everything. Like, I know one thing that I'm sure we've all noticed is like in the in the last 10 plus years once you know blogs and the internet and everything really connected the whole world and it got to a point where you know youth culture in North America, Europe, Asia, Latin America, Africa, everyone has been listening to the same records at the same right. time through right. the internet, right? But I remember early even my early trips to certain parts of Asia where I would play start playing the crowd and being like Oh shit! They, I don't even know what records they know and like here. So like, for you, Jeff, what was that like going to certain? You know t- what? It, I I've always had tunnel vision, mm-hmm. right, wrong, or indifferent. It's mm-hmm. kind of like I am the I am the steak, baked potato, and salad that you get in the restaurant. I'm gonna give you this shit every night. If you book steak, baked potato, and salad, you gonna get it. And it's kind of like you know sometimes. You know, there were times that it, it didn't, oh, you know, but for the most part, it's kind of like, I believe that, you know, if, if people are booking you for you, 
That's right. That is kind of like you right. know, and especially you really got to stick to. I'm going to do me when I don't know what this is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. When you are unsure, the one thing that you are sure of is yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of like, I don't know what language they're speaking, but I'm going to fucking play Biggie. <laughs> I imagine it was similar to what you were saying that you guys felt about New York. You had this perception. I'm sure when yeah. you go to these places in that era, they just had a perception. They just wanted Jazzy Jeff there playing. But um, let me tell me, because you guys as DJs, is this record, I don't know who sings it. I don't know what they're saying. I like it. I just don't know. Am I on point? It goes, ma. Is that one of the highest records I've ever seen? It's probably after me. For a year. I don't know what the. I don't know what he's saying. I don't know what he's saying, but. Shout out to Shaq. But it says Mobamba, so that's true, that, that's true that those words maybe aren't English vocabulary. And if I'm not mistaken, I think the title is after the dude that plays for the man, uh, the, uh, Orlando. That's his man, Mobamba. So he named it after his man, who's a basketball, who's a rookie. Yeah, their homies, like Shaq and Mobamba, I think they went to school together or something. They're homies or something. So and then Shaq named the record after now you messing with Kanye. What was your affiliation with Kanye? In the I was, uh, official tour DJ for four years. Both of you guys, right? You did tour. I just did one year. Chris came in after I left. I when I I left when I started Fool's Gold, mm-hmm. and I I told Ye, I'm not just gonna leave you high and dry. I'm gonna give you the best DJ in the world. Mm-hmm. Chris came in. <laughs> yeah. So now um. Is it, how, how is it? How is both of you guys being on, on tour with Kanye for our fans who don't, probably won't know or ever get a chance to imagine that? Who's breathing that hard? You need guys. That was breathing that hard, man. I'm just telling you, you masturbate way too much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, yeah. I mean, I just did one year, so like okay. mine was in and out, and like oh, yeah? I I couldn't DJ for him anymore because I was just like I wanted to be in my world. Oh yeah. yeah, and I feel like when when you came in, some of the, like the staging changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was lucky because I came in right at the start. Like when I when I got the job, college dropout had just came out, mm. and if you went to see a show, it was Yay, me and John Legend on stage, mm. and that was it. Mm. I would play the tracks. John would you know play piano on top, sing, and the show was us. And it was a really cool experience because. Uh, we all kind of grew together. And then when Ye decided to bring in a string section, he would have me speak to the string section and kind of like help oh, sorry, direct. Orchestra? Oh. Yeah, orchestra. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I had to learn how to like talk to a harpist. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the part where you did So the learning process was cool. And like we all come from a very, you know, from like an underground hip hop yeah. place where, and I, th- and I think all of us started with battles also. So our yeah. first couple years, we were, we were performing to an audience that was like sort of in on the joke, like an audience that knows everything that we know. They know the right. same codes. Mm. They had seen the other DJs that were as technical as us. So we're sort of preaching to the choir. For this them. is the pink polo Kanye era, right? Right, right. So, mm-hmm. And I'm saying like even prior to that, I was, I was performing to crowds that already knew what I was doing on stage. Mm. Because, you know, turntablism had gotten pretty technical and advanced, but the crowd knew what I was doing. What I enjoyed with the Kanye experience was I had to perform for crowds that had no idea what I was doing, and I had to figure out how to still make it work. So the growth with that was cool, because I went from 
you know, working in a sort of closed circle to then that box breaking open. Um, you know, you definitely saw it with all the touring with Will too. When you're in yeah. front of a crowd that's like, you know, teenage girls that like that song from MTV, and you and your your <laughs> MC is like, all right, now show them why you're the greatest DJ in the world. You got to convince an audience that doesn't even know right. what you're about to do, right. and that forces you to learn how to adapt your craft. Right. So that growth was cool. Yeah. AT&T connects an ode to podcast. Connect the alarm, change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze, 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work and traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories, change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Good sleep should come naturally. And with the new Natural Hybrid mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values. Premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary, indulges your senses, and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the Natural Hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Moments like seeing my son's team cheer him on mean a lot to me. But after being diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer or MBC, which is breast cancer that is spread to other parts of the body, they mean even more. I take Ibrance, Palbociclib. Ibrance 125 milligram tablets with an aromatase inhibitor is for adults with HR positive HER2 negative NBC as the first hormonal based therapy. Ask your doctor about Ibrance and visit Ibrance.com. Ibrance may cause low white blood cell counts that may lead to serious infections. Ibrance may cause severe inflammation of the lungs. Both of these can lead to death. Tell your doctor right away if you have new or worsening symptoms, including trouble breathing, shortness of breath, cough, or chest pain. Before taking Ibrance, tell your doctor if you have fever, chills, or other signs of infection, liver or kidney problems, are or plan to become pregnant, or are breastfeeding. Common side effects include low red blood cell and low platelet counts, infections, tiredness, nausea, sore mouth, abnormalities in liver blood tests, diarrhea, hair thinning or loss, vomiting, rash, and loss of appetite. You think DJs get uh, the amount of props that they deserve? No, no, no. I mean, but I you think, did say I think, earlier. I think I think it's better now. Like as far um, as financial. Yeah, okay. I mean, but I, but you know, and 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 I didn't I didn't think bad of the the DJ explosion mm. um, because I think we were in the dark for so long that I accepted the explosion. That was mm. just the the, the counteract. Like mm. you know, I, I felt like the DJ was cast aside. 
mm. um, especially in hip hop. Like I really started to get angry because I'm kind of like every rock group in the world has a DJ, wow. and every hip hop yeah. artist in the world has a dap machine. Wow, you know, I, and it was just kind of like wow, like this was this oh, this all kind of went together. Wow. But what happened was you cast us to the side, and we just kind of created a world on our own. That's kind of like well, shit. If we the ones that play the music for people to dance, because I really thought that. Vegas was going to be Bismarcky, Jay-Z. Wow. Like, I thought, like, okay, we got Sammy Davis Jr. and all the rest of that. Right. I, I thought that the growth of Vegas was going to be the performers in hip-hop, not the DJs. Mm. But it got to the point that it was right. kind of like, well, shit, you got one good record, six bad records. Right. He can play all good records. Right. I'm going I'm to get him to play it. Right. I don't need to see you perform. Right. I can have him play your record. You know, and a lot of that was because there was no togetherness. We we were pushed to the side that we was kind of like, yo, let's start our own network and community, and right. and it just blew up on the side, and now everybody who raps wants to be a DJ. Well, yeah. No, everybody wants to be a DJ now. I'm not gonna lie. I thought I could DJ for a second. I ain't gonna lie. I didn't try. I didn't go publicly. But every now and then, Listen, and you know what's when crazy? I go on tour, I, I control the playlist. I do not get mad at. Anybody on earth who wants to try to be a DJ, yeah. I am not mad at all. So you're not mad at all? Um, iPod DJs? No, no, let me tell you. Let me tell you what I'm it is. iPod DJ it's, in my mind. It's. <laughs> but what I'm not gonna do, I am not gonna not play high school ball, mm. college ball, mm. semi pro, mm. and go and try out for the Sixers. Mm. I think that's disrespectful. Mm. It's disrespectful for all of the people that put in all of the time. Mm. You can play ball. But there's a different level. Mm. So I'm kind of like, then you just need to be prepared to somebody throw you on the floor mm. against the Knicks. Mm. The Anthony Anthony. And you got to take that out. We're not talking about the Knicks now. We're talking about John Starks, Mark Anthony Mason Knicks, right? We're talking about the Rock Knicks. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I'm like, listen, you know, I know what you're talking about. Somebody who gets into it or wants to get into it or cares about getting into it, you know, the more the merrier. But it's kind of like, I've said on occasions that I'm never worried about another DJ more than I'm worried about myself. Right. Like it's it's so because a person can control the playlist, don't mean you control the party. Listen, right. let me tell you something. I've always said, learning to be a great DJ is not about the good nights. It's about how you do the bad. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it's right. about how you listen because we That's all right. you know where I'm going, all right? You know where I'm that going. That night, all right. That I'm like, yo, I'm I about to buy it, and it's kind of like. Yo, like I've looked at my watch and I'm like, I gotta play two hours and I got an hour and 55 minutes left. Let me tell you something. I did this guy in Canada booked me. He was the soaker prince of Canada. This motherfucker was like, I want you to play this part. I said, Listen, I don't know shit about soaker. He said, It don't matter. I want you to do you. I stuck to my guns and was like, No, 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 fuck it. <laughs> and I tell you, I walked in and never realized that Soka was 195 BPMs and they was did it did it did it did it and it was 3,000 motherfuckers and they was going crazy. And they announced so, Let me tell you what got me nervous. Right, right before I went on, he walked over, he said, feel free to drop a couple Soka records. <laughs> 
forget the girl in the front row because I didn't play the whole set I played maybe like 30 minutes but for 27 minutes she was like this <laughs> she would not stop shaking her hand like they were so fucking mad at me and then I you know because you go through that ego like fuck it fuck y'all I'm gonna plow through this shit oh I'm in I'm in Canada okay alright I'm gonna plow through it you know so this is Caribbean people with attitudes all picturing this and it's cold in Canada keep going and you know but you have everybody has them nights wow and I'm like yo as a DJ you learn how to get through those nights like you know it's kind of like we all kind of know what we want to play. Right. But we all have the ability to make a motherfucking detour right. in a heartbeat. <laughs> because you have to. Like, uh. <laughs> listen, I'm not going to fit that round peg in the square hole. If that motherfucker don't fit, I'm grabbing another peg. You know, but you, you know, and I'm like, a lot of these new guys know one way. They don't know how to troubleshoot. And it's kind of like, you can see, you can see like, you know, we had plenty of times standing on stage like, yo, he's he's going down in a flame. He's, he's going down like I feel bad, you know. But that's how you figure it out. You you ever you ever taped uh, you and Will together? Like had a bad show? We we had we had a sh- we never had a bad show. Oh, I need to hear about But we did the Apollo. Listen, you didn't get booed. Th- no, no. You got next to When I tell you we were on the edge, it was Sandman came out. The Sandman came out. No, 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 and it was kind of like, yo, who the fuck made this headline with Guy in Harlem now? They got fucking groove me and, and we doing, I think I could be Mike Tyson, which was already a little suspect. You know, and I'm, oh man, that shit was hard. But the bad thing is we did two shows. We did a matinee show, which we got through by the skin of our teeth. And then we had to do the nighttime show. And Both then, at the Apollo? Yes, same day. And the, 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 the waiting for that part. second show, yeah. hands sweating, cause we like, yo, we we can't go on after guy. Okay. Like you can't go yeah. on after Teddy Riley and heart Teddy could spit from his crib to yeah. you know, <laughs> yeah. the Apollo. Yeah. And yeah, it was you know I never want to think about them days. So you want to think? So you would label that your worst show? Not the not not a bad show, but your like. You're not that so was, great show. Yeah, yeah. That was that was it. I mean, you know, we we So what's we, your what's your favorite show you ever had? Oh uh, man, ever? I can't. Because that's that you know, I don't know if, if What's that's one of the real. standouts ones where you you just it was like, man. Well, you know what's crazy? After twenty years, Will and I did two shows last year. Wow. We did a show in Croatia and we did a show in Blackpool in the UK. Um wow. and it was just us. And it was like thirty thousand people. Wow. Um and it was, you know, it was, it was, it was different because you don't know, right. you know, it's kind of like, mm, shit, we doing these shows. I, I don't know. Like from the, from, I have no idea right. what my or Will's relevancy to the world is. You, you know, you hear it. Oh, I have an idea, but, brother. But I'm a motherfucking legend. <laughs> <laughs> 
almost think everybody's lying to you. So you don't know. But understand, I mean, listen, you know, you don't know. I get what you know, you're and, and to me, it's it's safer me not knowing. Right. You know, I don't know where I'd be if I if, if, right. if, if that's I, humble. That's, that's but it's humble. just you know, so so going out and yeah. you know somebody selling the show and tickets and all the rest of this, you just kind of like, damn, is is anybody going to show up? How do you know? But to watch people show up and with albums and Fresh Prince of Bel Air jerseys and jackets and, and it's just you guys, you know, and it was just that's us. Um, and it was crazy because during the show. Um, I had a, a monitor in Will's ear, then I had a microphone that I could talk to him during the show. And I was like, yo, tell everybody to put up their phone and turn their flashlights on. And it, when, when he said it, I was so overwhelmed that I couldn't pick my phone up and take a picture of it. Like I froze. To, because it was on a pier in, you know, in, in England and you couldn't see how far the crowd went back. Mm. So when everybody put their light on and you kind of saw how far 30,000 people went back, I, I, I couldn't pick my phone up and take a picture wow. because you were just kind of like, like, and listen, we ain't never got to do another show in life. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> you know? God damn, let's make some noise for that. God damn. Will just did some real crazy shit. He just, he just jumped in the Grand Canyon. What's what? What's he up? Jumped, he bungee jumped. What was that? The Grand Canyon? I was scared to death the whole time on Instagram looking at that. What, were you there? Or, or? No, I wasn't going to that. But you, <laughs> did you watch it on Instagram? I, oh yeah, I watched it. Listen, nobody, nobody close to him like that. <laughs> Nobody Like Charlie cursing on Nash You know yeah. Charlie was cursing on live TV yeah. Cause he You know He was uncomfortable We all were uncomfortable Yeah uh, I'm like Did the mm. Is that No Is that Come from Just having too much money You just wanna do Whatever the fuck you want <laughs> No, no. Oh, is that something. just He's an adventurous I, guy listen, And he I, just I, has to be adventurous Will couldn't swim and I watched Will cliff dive in Jamaica. He paid a guy to be in the water at the bottom, and he cliff dove in Jamaica in the water. Wait, tell me. And he couldn't swim. Hey. So understand, his thing <laughs> has always been. Yeah, listen, his thing has always been. If I'm afraid of it, I'm running to it. Now I ain't got that. Yeah, me neither. I ain't got none of that. <laughs> it takes a bigger man. Yeah, yeah. Listen, he's, he's, but that's he's, he's, always been his thing. Listen, he was terrified of that. Uh, oh, jumping. What? Wow. He jumped in the Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon. There ain't, no, ain't no black people shit. I'm just throwing it out there. It ain't no black people shit. It's some rich. I mean, it's some, I'm rich and I'm just, it's, it's, I don't think this is color at all. This has no color. Yeah. This, is, this has no color. Yeah, this is, I'm, I'm rich and uh, I have, I'm just going to live my best life for real. For real. Like that, because that's getting high. Yes. Like that's getting high. Like you know, with these kids with these Percocets nah, yeah. and this lean, that's not high. Dude, what the fuck? Yeah, adrenaline that rush from that is crazy. Yeah, yeah. you could. It, it could be over in the Grand Canyon. Woo woo woo. Yeah, I'm good. So you got? You haven't had a bad show? I've had a lot of bad shows. <laughs> <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah, I'm one of those DJs that sticks to his guns a lot. Sure. And, and that's a bad it's case a bad scenario thing, But for me it's more of like I just want to I want to do me So you were in there Playing Cheap Keep When niggas want reggae thong <laughs> No, <laughs> no, 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 no niggas want daddy drum bass At a hip hop club You playing what? I'm playing drum and bass At a hip hop oh, club Oh wow Back when like That shit was not EDM and hip hop Were not A oh, thing Wow Yeah Early wow. Uh, early 2000s So yeah 
I would just go in there and be like, this is what I like. I don't give a fuck. And you would stick with it. Stick with it. And when you, is it a sign that you're fucking up? Like he said, the girl <laughs> yeah, was looking at him. The crowd starts to park. <laughs> like you start just seeing everybody turn on. But oh. I would usually do it at the end of the night, though. So mm. I'd make sure I give them what they wanted. Mm. You know, come see me do my thing, and mm. I'm playing music you like. And then I'd be like, all right, ten minutes. Is, you know, right. for me, mm. do my thing. You? Yeah, definitely. I think what, every DJ's what, had bad shows. What's, what's one of your most memorable moments? I, to me, a bad show is also if you show up in some city and there's like no one there. Mm. You know what I mean? You show up and you're like, I all right. some of my best shows with, with like, like 20 people there. That could, you can do it. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I, got, I got me. Yeah, hey, I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I ain't gonna go on stage. I just be forming right in front of these niggas. Like, come here, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm like, that's like, so sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah, word. But as DJs, we gotta figure out a vibe. Even though, you know, sometimes a bad show could also be a, a, a full room, but you could, like, we gotta, like, read the crowd, right? So we're looking. I remember, uh, like, one show where I would look and I'd be like, all right, this area wants, like, house music, and this area wants new hip hop, this area wants old hip hop, and this area wants, like, EDM trap kind of stuff. And I gotta, like, figure out a flow that makes everyone happy. Mm. And sometimes you just can't. Mm. You, that's like you gotta crack a code. Sometimes you just don't crack the code mm-hmm. that night. You're like, I right, try my best. Like yesterday, we was at Don Q. Don C's thing. Don C's. Excuse yeah. me, my bad. I'm bugging. Don C's event. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, and that crowd was a, a little different. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. It's just all different types of people. Yeah. You got all type of industry people in there. Yeah. And how did? How, like, by the way, it was like a uh, like a like an open bar kind of event. So that draws all, all kinds uh, of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So it was like I, I, free alcohol. And like. now, now that I think about it, how do you attack an event like that? Like. I mean, that one to me was, for me, was also kind of casual because yeah. it was my friend's product launch. I wasn't, I wasn't even looking at it that much on some like, yo, I gotta rock the crowd. I was just thinking, right. here's a bunch of like influencer types that came to support, right. you know, an event. Let me just play some records that they probably didn't expect to hear, but that they that they still like. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, like, I'll go into a party and think. I don't want to just make the crowd happy, I want to leave a lasting impression. And mm. for them to go home and tell their friends and be like, yo, A-Track played this record last night, I never expected to hear right. that, but it worked. Right. Like, I, I want to surprise people. Right. That's the big difference between DJing and being an MC, whereas an MC, you're doing your songs, but we can mm. play any yeah. of a g- mm. bajillion songs. So it's mm. up to us to choose stuff that will work, but hopefully that surprises people. Mm. So a thing like that, like last night, I'm just thinking like, all right, these, this crowd probably has been hearing the same 10 songs Three right. times a night this whole week during Basel. Uh, let me, yeah. <laughs> and let me play a few different things to, to leave an impression. You, you guys prefer doing tableless sets or playing full sets? I've got to be honest. As a person that's not a DJ, I don't know what the fuck you just said. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like I said, these, these guys are instruments, is what I was saying. These right. guys could do amazing things on the turntable and they could just do that and it'd be like a show. Mm. Or do they want to play like, you know, just like right. a club set? But I think the, the ultimate goal is to find, to figure out a set that merges yeah. all of that. And that's, I looked up to Jeff from way early on, on that tip, when I would go see him spin, even back when I lived in Montreal, and I'd be like, yo, this is so ill because he's rocking the crowd, but he's also doing tricks that would normally make the crowd sort of stop and watch. They're still mm. going with it. And like finding that balance, mm-hmm. that's like the holy grail for technical God damn, let's make some noise. So what's your favorite part of DJ? Um, You know what, I think, I think, um, and, and, and Crazy and A-Track can attest to this, 
as a DJ, there's a point when you know you got them. Mm-hmm. And I say sometimes you got them. The crowd, you got them. Yeah, okay. When you got them, right. sometimes you can have them as soon as you walk on. Right. You ain't got to play shit. It's like, yep, this is. And then sometimes it's like, oh, you're going to fight me a little bit. <laughs> so it may take 15 minutes right. to get you. Right. I think what I like is knowing that I know what's about to happen three records from now and you don't. Right. Mm. Like I'm like okay Keep that stone Like especially when you get the dude That's in the front You want to be in the front But you want to have a stone face Right And I'm Not like dance. Oh I'm a, Listen You going to nod your head You going <laughs> to nod your head Like I'm, I'm betting money right. That my goal is kind of like Because you don't know And I'm watching you I'm watching this smile Come on and go off I'm watching you ice grill I'm watching your hands loosen up To the point That at the end of the night You can't take it And you just say Fuck it I'm going to go to the back Because you, know, you got to You got to let go But I think Knowing that you know something that everybody else doesn't. Right. Like, I, 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 I know where this is going to end, and I know where you're going to be when this ends. Right. But you don't know. How, how do you deal with, like, uh, like one of my worst shows I ever had was a guy was in the I was performing, and a guy was in the front desk. T-O-N-Y! Yo, yo, dude, that's seven songs later. <laughs> Relax. And how do you deal with drunk people who just come up to you? I don't. And they just request it right I am the, I am the master <laughs> of, the, of ignoring you. <laughs> oh, I, listen, I've had fist pounds in my face like this. That I'm like this. That I, that I don't see. You know, because you'll get the guy that's kind of like, yo, you know, mm-hmm. you know, somebody just want, I got to come up and shake my hand. You, and especially now, like right. my man got the cell phone, right. so get me, get get me, get yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Give me a selfie. Like, I'm, I'm you right, I'm right yeah. in the middle of some shit. Right. Like I'm right in the middle of some. Like tell me what part of this did right. you like? I, 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 I saw the video that Kid Capri did, and I would never do it, but right. I gave him so much props that well, the girl kept asking him to play something, mm-hmm. and he stopped the music completely, and was like, okay. Since you want to fuck up everybody's good time for what you want to hear, I want you to tell everybody what you want. And it, it, it listen, she started crying. Uh, she started crying, but it's kind of like, yo, like... Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of got what you asked for, type of thing. Oh. You know, so it's, I, you know, you just got to know them. Mm. That, I mean... I seen that. I seen that a couple of times. Uh, so you just ignore. That's that's that's. Listen, everybody, everybody, you know. I mean, I, which is a whole nother issue. But it's kind of like you wake up to the ten songs, mm-hmm. you go to work to the ten songs, you listen to the ten songs on your lunch break, you listen to them on the way home, and you go to the club and you fucking want to ask me to play the ten songs. Mm-hmm. Like just get in the car and listen to the radio. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Uh-huh. It, you 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 have like I believe that especially as DJs you have to kind of you have to kind of stand your ground like there's a level of me that I feel like I'm standing my ground to protect the culture mm. because one of my biggest fears is uh, is I was like I never I never want to feel like you can walk into a club and the DJ booth being closed and somebody's playing a mix and you don't know it. Mm. Like like um let me, let me I'll stop you for one second I was watching something. Uh, Earlier, it was like Robots Kill on, on HBO, right? And it's basically, um, I, 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 I'm, I'm subscribing this very wrong, but it's basically they're showing you how, like, in a, a couple of years, you might not even need a barber. Like, they're gonna have something 
Yeah, that's this comes. You want gold? It's gonna be all that. You think they can ever do that with a DJ? No, they can't. No. Because <coughs> they got robots right now. Listen, but, they, they, you know, people talk about equipment that can put things in key and put right. things in mix. What you can never do is find an algorithm that I can look in your eyes and tell that you about you really want to fucking hear this Mob Deep record. Exactly. Like they they'll when they develop that, then I'll get a little nervous. But at the you know at the end of the day, I also feel like once again, not trying to be this conspiracy theorist, I also feel like the reason why they're dumbing the music down is to make it. To the point that you can do something like that. Like to make it serviceable. Yeah. So I'm like, yo, like I appreciate, I mad appreciate A Track and Craze because when you see them, they do something that no machine in this world could ever do. And I think you have to show that. I get mad at DJs with skills that get up there and just fucking play records and never show an ounce of their skills. I'm like, yo, you are you are putting yourself in this category that they're gonna enclose the DJ booth and play your fucking mixtape. You better make sure that there's not a machine on earth that can duplicate what you can do. Like, and that's saving the culture. Yeah, that was some deep shit right there. Cause it made me think of that. Cause, it, cause I, I actually, as I was watching it, I was getting a haircut and I just looked at my barber. <laughs> you about to be out? <laughs> like, Yo, man, you be coming late. <laughs> he probably changed the channel on you. And it didn't make me think of that just now, but that that what you just said just makes. But this. also, DJs are DJs are curators, and so even aside from the skill aspect you know to have a human being making choices yes. you know you can't replace that because think about it like when Spotify first came out right. and it was like all the music in the world available a lot of people what would open it, it like up rap and caviar or something like that before oh. that okay. because what I was getting at is they had to start doing playlists to mm -hmm. recommend certain records to people because at first when you had that was, thing was with playlists all originally made by DJs or that, that came from the Spotify I feel like, like playlists come from like the iPods yeah. era when mm -hmm. iTunes and Apple yeah. introduced right. iPod but so what I'm saying is when all the music in the world is all like, like when you go to Spotify now you can go to a playlist yes. you go to Tidal you can go to the playlist right. it's, it's curated by certain individuals yeah. but was that a, 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 a initially like a DJ set that's what a playlist is, yeah, yeah, correct? Yeah, uh, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm I, I think it's a way to, it's, it's sort of, it's, it's... It's a DJ similar without to somebody just, DJing. Without yeah. somebody DJing. Yeah, yeah, because part of DJing is not just the songs you play, it's the energy that you bring. The right. crazy thing with certain DJs is you could be out hearing a DJ set, someone play one record, and you'll be like, man, this is dope, what is that? And you find out what the record is, you go back home and listen to it, and it doesn't hit you the same way. Yeah. Because certain DJs, the way they bring the record in, the way they read the, the energy, right. yeah, and just there's something about that energy yeah control it's like you know magicians where right. the record by itself isn't the same thing so a playlist doesn't have the flow and the energy of a DJ set right. yeah so, so I just realized I'm surrounded by DJs yeah. <laughs> I just realized that damn I'm the only MC here this is real I ain't gonna we can do a crazy show for DJ but yeah I mean I ain't gonna lie uh, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm loving this uh, because as an artist uh, I've never done a show without a DJ, um, and I know that that controls the thing. So, just in case anybody's ever, 
you know, we, we know that you guys run the show. We know that you guys run the world. And we appreciate you. You know, from every artist in the world to, you know, every fucking fan to everybody who has an ear who listens to, to fucking great music, we want to say thank you. We know that DJs won the world and also uh, big up to DJ Enough and uh, DJ Camilla was supposed to stop by and that would have been dope to have all y'all oh, DJs man, and great, shit. It would have not been enough records to break. So let me just ask y'all something before we get up out of here. The transition from vinyl to fully digital. Yeah. Is it a good thing? Because the one thing I, I, I will tell you was Paying your dues as a DJ kind of felt like carrying crates. Mm -hmm. Where would it? Can we replace carrying crates with a book bag with your laptop? <laughs> with weight but in you it. gotta put a weight in there. You gotta put you you gotta a weight in there. Like, Ten book bags. Like, because I always felt like that was paying your dues as a DJ. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, actually, you know, me being from New York City and me being in a, 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 like, you know, going to the tunnel, I, that would be my thing. I would try to get there early and just see a DJ come out there with their crates and be like, you know, forgetting to wear their gloves and be freezing. I'd be looking yeah. like, that's a grill DJ right there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now, these guys they don't freeze at all. <laughs> no, but but um, what is what is the transition from you know like seriously from crates to digital? Is is it a plus or is it a, is it? It was, it was a huge change, by the way, right. because like you know, it's almost people forget that before the digital was even an option, when you made a record and you wanted to play it, you had to go get a dub plate pressed mm -hmm. or get an acetate pressed. Mm -hmm. Or if you, uh, you know, if, if the airline lost your luggage, you couldn't play that night all. Right. I don't miss any of the vinyl None. stuff. It's funny, because we're all None. scratch DJs, so yeah, people right. come up to us and they're like, yeah, vinyl. I'm right. like, I don't miss vinyl, None. really. Right. Breaking my back, having airlines lose my, I don't right. miss any of that. So if you lose your computer, you just, I mean, you ain't gonna lose your computer. Your yeah, computer's it's on, on you. Back. Right, right, but, then, right. but you would check in multiple crates in the air. Oh, oh that, okay. man, that's, that was, that's a nightmare. <laughs> yeah. like, you you hold your that. breath every time the luggage comes. Because yeah. uh, it's kind of like there's one, there's another. Right. Yeah. But I, I got to London one time and the tops of my crates came. The tops of my boxes. Just because the, yeah. it was a bunch of DJs that worked in the airport. And they know when you, oh, London was gangster back in the day. They knew you were coming, and your records would come, and it would be the tops. And you'd be waiting for the bottoms. Because first of all, you know, if the bottoms, if the tops ain't on, the records are all over the place. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it would never come. That somebody wow. would take that off, put that top on, and there was somebody rocking in London. Wow. So for the record, we're saying, this is an upgrade. This yeah. is great. Oh, yeah. The, the whole the digital thing makes every song available to you. And I, I think that's really cool too because it, right. that ended up helping break down some of the barriers between genres and everything. It just it helped music evolve. Mm -hmm. Like in the last ten years, DJs really played a big role in, in steering the direction of, of music in general. A lot of right. artists started going to DJs and being like, "Yo, what's the next sound?" Right. And I think that digital transition helped in that because it brought everything yeah. together. And at the end of the day, even if it's kind of wild to think that every DJ that plays on every stage or every club has access to all the same records, but it's kind of cool because then it puts the the yeah. force back. Like it's it's each DJ's own taste and style. Right. They'll right. make a difference whether they're good or not. Like they, right we now, all have access to the same records. We have the like, same like, internet. Like right now, if we was to like you know we have a backyard right there, if we used to have a party. You guys all have the same records, but it'd be all three different energies. Completely, yeah. Completely different energies. Yeah, yeah that, that that's awesome. 
That's all. Awesome. Do you guys get mad like when you hear artists that sound like the same? Is there DJs that do the same thing as another DJ? Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh damn. Yeah. Y'all got, got designers and futures too? Yeah. Like, like, they both my homies, you know what I'm saying? But, but y'all got that in the oh, DJ field? For real? For real? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know you, but you know what? Again, once again, man, thank y'all for hanging out. Jazzy Jeff, man, I yeah. want to see yeah. you. about the whole transition in the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, yep. um, I have to salute you oh. for the transition okay. into a different arena. I think Thank it you. is very important yeah. to kind of show the, the, the hip-hop generation, and right. especially because, you know, we still, we have some legendary stubborn brothers right. <laughs> still doing the one thing, that right. there are a lot of people that are talented right. and more than just what everybody know, know mm-hmm. for, and you're never too old mm-hmm. to take that jump into something else, so mm-hmm. trust me, like, for me to be sitting yeah. on right. here, right. talking to you, right. In a completely different light than right. what I know you from <laughs> exactly. in the beginning is Thank is you. that that's the yeah. thing. Yeah. time is, is that's who I took it from is like seeing you brothers take those opportunities and take those chances like you the LLs the Korean Latifas it was just like you know um and it was like yo you know what if I can do it on my way then I'm I, then then why not you know what I'm saying like why not like I love to I love to talk hip-hop yeah. I think hip-hop we this should be our first take we should have I, I believe I, I, I get out of here after this but um I believe that you shouldn't go to no other place for anything in life. Meaning, if you want to go to a Yelp, I'm making a hip-hop Yelp right now, right? Yeah. So I'm making the, the shit that Nori recommends wherever the fuck you eat. And I'm going to tell you, look, if you want to get shot, this is his way to go. <laughs> they, they got the best fried chicken dough in the world. It might be worth it. You know what I'm saying? If you want to go get some... <laughs> if you want to get some fried Oreos over here, I got... Like, I'm going to give people, like... And if you want to go to the news, I believe that if you go to the news, I believe Jim Jones should be the weather forecaster. I believe, you know, I believe it should be Jim Jones. You know what I'm saying? I believe if you want to go sneaker shopping, I believe it's Fat Joe should be guiding you through your sneakers and saying, listen, this is a, I believe you should get every bit of information that we have in hip hop through hip hop. You know what I'm saying? Through hip hop. I don't believe, I believe everything should come from us. And because I don't believe hip hop is even a color. I believe hip hop is as his own race. We are our own race. You know what I'm saying? Like you, what are you? I'm hip hop. Oh shit! I don't even know what that means. Yeah, but that's that's exactly what it. Because it our bond, our bond. Like I like I, it doesn't matter what color a person is. He's hip hop. If you hip hop to me, I fuck with you. Yeah. Like I don't give a fuck where your background come from. And that's it's glow. Hip hop is a language. It's it's it's, uh, it's it's two things that's universal. It's food and motherfucking music. Like, no matter where you go, I, I remember I was at some airport and these people were just playing music and you just seen people just walking by. Everybody had a little bop to them. I'm saying, holy shit! Everybody, even the ones off beat. They said, oh shit, this guy's okay. He's, but everybody loved music. 
So everybody's gonna say that's like fool. And I think we gotta keep spreading this. I think we gotta keep spreading love. We gotta keep continue to you know to to. I, I love that these two you know DJs, these hot DJs, they came and they paid homage oh, immediately, and that's beautiful. But this, we need more of that. We need more of people of our legends continuing to feel like legends and continue to be out there making money, continue to be out there making our culture look good. Because if we ain't gonna big each other up, ain't nobody gonna big us up, bro. And guess what? We need a little bit of bigging up. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you need that pat on your shoulder. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie to you. That's why you know. That's why marathon runners be having them people on the side. They're like, yo, mother, you, you keep it going. All right, yeah, God. Twenty-six miles. Come on, let's do it. Drink it. Thank you, man. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thank you. You'll get drops. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Oh, man. Uh, yes, yes. Yeah, you, know, you know, I like the picture. Oh. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Are you looking to build this year? If so, there is no better time than right now to start planning and to get your spot on the construction schedule. If you need a garage, a stall barn, a storage for vehicles, RV, boat, collectibles, or even a a shop for your farm, hobbies, or car restoration projects, visit MortonBuildings.com and start your construction process. With superior materials, craftsmanship, best-in-class warranty, Morton Buildings are made to last for generations. At Morton, the difference is in the details. From their cutting-edge innovations to their craftsmen in the field, they are dedicated to surpassing expectations. Their legacy of excellence spans more than 120 years, and Morton Buildings is 100% employee-owned with more than a quarter million satisfied customers. That means they're the industry leader you can trust. When you choose Morton, you'll experience quality at every step of the building process, starting before the walls even go up. Visit mortonbuildings.com to get started today. Hey, guys. Back at the playground again, huh? Yep. You know what this playground could use? A wine country. Heck, yeah. And some waves. So we could go surfing. Oh, (laughs) Ah, love that. A redwood forest would be cool. I'm in. Ah, ski slopes. Let's do it. Um, tenor girl go shopping. Yeah, baby. Wait. Did we just invent California? Discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.